Welcome, everyone. It's Eagles 360, Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, along with Glenn Mack. Now, on this Thursday here at the NovaCare Complex, and we have put Sunday squarely in the rearview mirror. Come on. I'm still enjoying it. <laughs> I'm still basking in the afterglow of all of it. All right, and we look forward to, to Monday night. The Chicago Bears, and the question I have for my man Glenn Mack now here. Yes. A win on Monday night means what, in your opinion, for the Philadelphia Eagles? A win on Monday night means that you're really in contention for this division. And I know after two wow. weeks. I, no, I'll tell you why, Dave. Because we've watched the whole division. There's nobody's going to run away with this thing. If you can make this win, if you can win three or four of the six division games, if you can sneak in another couple wins, get to eight, maybe get to nine, I think you are a legitimate chance for this division, but this is one of those games. Bears aren't that terrible, but they're not that good. This is one of those games you can win and, and legitimize yourself. We're watching the standings already. I am. Either the Redskins or the Cowboys will be 0-2. That's correct. After this weekend. Ooh, that'll be nice. So, all right. Well, we're going to get some of these more bold predictions from Glenn Macnow a bit later in the show. We've also got a bit of a progress report on uh, who else? Carson Wentz. Uh, first things first, though, we're going to throw it out and get you caught up on everything happening today. A busy day for the Eagles and some injury concerns creeping in for this football team. Let's get you caught up on everything. The Eagles 360 update with Alex Smith. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Smith here with your 360 update. The Eagles continue their preparation here at the NovaCare Complex as they get set for week two's Monday night matchup with the Chicago Bears. But the Eagles also welcomed back one of their own today as long snapper John Durenbos returned from out west where he was part of the America's Got Talent finale where he finished in third place. Talking in the locker room today, Durenbos said that win or lose, he enjoyed the experience that he got to put forward on the show. Win or lose, I, uh, I kind of look back on it and I don't think I would have changed one thing about what I did, what I said, uh, any of my acts. I'm proud of it. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's, they said it came down to 1%, so we were all in the running there. And it was an uh, unbelievable experience. I'm glad I did it. And uh, I'm glad the city loved it. And we'll see what's next. Looking ahead to Monday night, perhaps the biggest threat on the Chicago Bears offense is wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Inside the Eagles locker room, we caught up with Ron Brooks and Leotis McKelvin to get their thoughts on slowing down the Bears receiver. We can't take anything away from Alshon. He's a, he's a great athlete, a very long guy. He has a big catching radius, and you just got to go out and, and play hard and, and make sure you, you uh, try to strap him down as much as you can. You know, you're not going to make every play, but uh, try to limit his plays. Able to know Cutler being able to uh, stand in, stand in tough and in the pocket, you know, being able to throw it to a spot where only he can catch it. And I mean, he does a great job of us like going up and get the ball. So I mean, that's, that's one of his big assets of the, of, the, of the game. And finally, it's not every day that the president of the United States of America gives a shout out to your quarterback, but that's exactly what happened earlier this week when President Obama mentioned that he may have to get on the Wentz wagon after the rookie's stellar debut against the Cleveland Browns. We caught up with Brandon Graham to get his thoughts on what that presidential shout out means to him. Uh, rookies getting shout outs from the president, you know, good or bad, don't matter, you know, they, you on his mind. And so it was kind of cool, you know, because uh, there's a lot of guys that would probably never get the, a shout out from, uh, from the president unless some drastic happen on the field but uh, you know, I'm happy for him because you know as a rookie you want to come in and improve and improve and get better and you obviously you want to catch some eyes and he caught the president eye, even though he's a Chicago fan I mean you know we got to go out there and do what we do against him and maybe he might say something back who knows Just, you know have a little fun it's all fun and games 
I guess we'll find out after Monday night's game whether or not the president does indeed join in on that Wentz wagon. You can hear from Wentz himself. You can catch the entirety of his press conference from earlier today, along with all of our locker room sound right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the official Eagles mobile app. Thank you so much, Alex. Now, Glenn, if Zach Gertz doesn't play mm -hmm. and if Leotis McKelvin doesn't play, two starters down, yeah. what's the impact? Well, the impact, I think, in the secondary is a little more troublesome because you're not that deep there. You're going to really be re relying on a seventh-round draft pick to come in and play very well, and that's a little bit sketchy. I feel better about tight end because you've got a lot of depth there, and I do trust the veteran very, very much. Uh, and so I think they'll be okay there. You saw Doug Peterson really distribute the ball a lot last week. Brett Selleck just becomes part of that mix, and they'll be okay there. A bit later in the show, Glenn will offer some more of his bold predictions. We go behind enemy lines to find out more about the Chicago Bears. But when we return to Eagles 360, exciting. The rookie, the kid, the franchise, the leader in the NFL in jersey sales this week. Quarterback Carson Wentz joins me in studio next on Eagles 360. I sup to Philly. I sup to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I sup to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly. One discovery sparks another, lighting the way for amazing achievements at Jefferson's Vicki and Jack Farber Institute for Neuroscience. With our brightest minds focused on yours, we are pioneering new hope to prevent, treat, and cure brain and spine disorders. From the nation's first brain tumor removal to the region's first neuroscience hospital, look to us for breakthroughs that are light years ahead. You say crazy, I say crafty. You say savage, I say practiced. Crazy, crafty, savage, practiced. Let's run that whole thing back. You say unbelievable, I say achievable. You say incredible, I say inevitable. Unbelievable, achievable, incredible, inevitable. Let's run that whole thing back. Carbs to compete, electrolytes to replenish. Pleased now to welcome an Eagles quarterback, Carson Wentz, coming off a terrific performance against the Cleveland Browns. Congratulations on that. Appreciate I, it. I know we're all on to the Chicago Bears. Yep. Carson, kind of put into perspective what it's been like these last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, it was kind of a whirlwind. You know, obviously hearing the news and then um, being named the starter and everything. Um, a lot of preparation went into the week, you know, not only just in the film room, which was normal, but, you know, getting some timing down that I had lost um, with guys for the first, uh, or excuse me, the last couple of weeks of the preseason. Um, but it was a lot of fun. You know, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the process. Um, went out on Sunday and, you know, we played well and we got the win. I know you are completely focused on Chicago, but if I could just ask you what you saw on film when you were watching it, what you liked and things that you maybe want to work on. Yeah, you know, we had guys making plays. You know, that was good to see. We had um, some receivers step up. You know, Nelson made the, the really good play on the touchdown, and um, we had guys making plays. But, you know, we still left some plays out there, still some things left uh, that we got to just correct and some issues. But, you know, we're, we're ironing that out, and, we, you know, it, it's, it's a process. It's yeah. a long season. So. It's a long career, too. Yeah. It's a long week to week. Yeah. Um, but for you, though, this week has been pretty extraordinary. I mean, 
the jersey sales go to number one. President Obama gives you a shout out to everybody to get on the Wentz wagon. What do you think about all that? You know, it's just, it kind of is what it is. It's cool. It's exciting. I know a lot of people back home were kind of hitting me up and be like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I'm just like, it's, it's cool. But at the same time, you know, we're so wrapped up in preparing for, for Chicago. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of, you got to get used to some of that stuff. I know you've talked about blocking out all the noise. How hard is that in, in today's day and age where there is so much information available to you? Yeah, you know, I've, I've gotten pretty good at it. You know, you, you're so busy, you're so consumed with, with preparing and getting ready that, you know, you, you don't read a lot of the stuff, you don't hear a lot of the stuff, and if you do, you just, um, it's kind of relevant, whether it's good or bad, you know, because your sole focus is, is the next week. Um, and all that really matters is the opinions of the, of the guys in this locker room and in this organization. And the coaches, you know, Carson, we talked about in the summer, having Doug Peterson who played quarterback and Frank Reich who played quarterback and Flip who played quarterback, how has that benefited your, your rise here? It's been unbelievable. You know, coming in and like you just mentioned, those three with the knowledge they have at the quarterback position has helped me tremendously to grow and um, ever since day one when I when I got here in the spring you know and then you know Sam was very helpful Chase has been very helpful you know um, learning the offense it, it's really just helped my helped me speed along this process pretty quickly. Had you ever thought about that being a, a big part of your development back when you were kind of you know, preparing for the draft, how vital it would be to have a coaching staff that really understood this position? Yeah, you know, you, everyone talks about the development of, of young quarterbacks, and I knew um, when I had met the, the Eagles organization and this staff, I knew this would be a great fit. I knew it would be a great place for a young quarterback to come in and learn and um, get some really good mentors and coaching, and, um, and that's what, what I've gotten so far. You've also got your brother here, his wife, You've got a couple of former teammates here with CJ and Andrew. Has that helped? Yeah, you know, especially having my brother and his wife here, just, you know, some familiar faces, um, helping me out with family things and just, you know, helping me out with some off the field things. Um, obviously having Andrew Bonnet and CJ Smith here has been really cool, you know. Um, it, it's all, it's different, but it, it's all, there's still some familiar faces, which, which definitely helps. Carson, how critical is it that, you know, you're, you're spending time in the film room and do you enjoy it, number one? How much time do you put into it? Fans have no idea what goes on between, you know, Monday yeah. and, and the next week. Yeah, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of time in the film room, early mornings, some late nights. Um, it, it's just part of it. You know, it's part of being a student of the game and, and preparing, and, um, and I love it. You know, it, like I said, it's, it's being a student of the game. It's understanding. You know, you want to be out there on Sundays um, being able to dissect things that you've already seen. And uh, so, so it's just all part of it. You know, you put in your time, but um, it's definitely worth it, and, and I enjoy it. Were you a kid who watched Monday Night Football a lot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always? Mon yeah, Monday Night Football was, was always exciting. And I know that you were a Brett Favre fan, right, like yeah. growing up. I know so people have said you, they remind you of Brett Favre, or you remind them of Brett Favre. So uh, it's got to feel kind of cool to hear that. I mean, it's cool, yeah, but I still got You're a totally lot. I still got a lot. Region. I still got a lot to prove. You know, it's I got so a long way, so it's cool. I mean, it is what it is, but you know, I got a lot, of, a lot of work to do. It's so impressive that you really are. And I talked to Flip about it yesterday, and we talked to Doug about it earlier in the week. You really, literally, you really do block it out. It's not just chit chat. Yeah. I mean, you really believe in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got it. You, you yeah. can't get too consumed. You know, like you mentioned earlier, hopefully it's a long career, God willing, and. Um, you know, it's a, it's a long journey. It's a long process. So it's just you got to take it one day at a time and keep getting better. Chicago Bears on Monday night. What do you see from that defense? Um, you know, I, I see some some good things. Um, I see some things where we can areas we can attack. But you know, it'll be interesting. You know, we're just in the beginning of the preparation, so um, we got to dive into it some more. But you know, they'll they'll create some some issues, I think, and um, we just got to be ready for them. Carson, what what did Sunday do in terms of just 
you go out there and you won an NFL game. What does that do for you, just from a mental standpoint? Yeah. It, was it a big deal? Yeah, you know, I mean, it gave me a lot of confidence, especially, you know, that first drive going down and scoring right away. Um, gave me a lot of confidence. Having Coach Peterson, you know, call that, that fourth and four, having the confidence in me, um, it's just really going to just help me just be more and more confident as the season goes. Was there a favorite throw that you had when you watched the film? Um, I mean, the first touchdown pass, just getting that one out of the way and hooking up with, with Jordan was, was pretty exciting. I know that place was rocking. I was yeah. pretty exciting. I was a little nervous. I thought he was about to throw the ball into the stands, but, um, you know, it was... <laughs> that was that's your ball. It, yeah, that was, made me a little nervous, but, uh, no, that, that one was pretty exciting. And the way the team has responded to you, and do you feel that that kind of game really, hey, maybe, maybe they were taking a peek and seeing what the rookie could do, that kind of, hey, wow, this guy can play. Yeah. We've seen it for the first time here in a regular season. He can really play. Has that you've gotten that sense from the rest of the guys? Yeah, you know, I think the guys have had confidence in me, you know, even going back for sure. a while now. So I felt very comfortable with that. But I think obviously anytime you can go out on a Sunday and kind of prove yourself and show what you, what you can do, I think just only instills more, more and more confidence from your teammates. Having fun? Having a lot of fun. Great. Well, that's good to hear. That's what we want to hear. Carson Wentz, we know you're busy. Thanks so much for joining us here Absolutely. in studio. Thank Carson you. Wentz here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. This portion of Eagles 360 is presented by RICO. RICO makes information work for the Philadelphia Eagles. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. The guy was a legend on the field. He poured everything he had into this game. You gotta wonder what he's doing on game day now. Guys, cupcakes are ready. Ooh, cupcakes? <laughs> better game days call for better pizza. Now get two medium, two topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. Try our new cinnamon pull-aparts for just six bucks. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Papa John's. Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank, just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. We are back, Dave Spadaro, Eagles Insider, Glenn Mack now, my trusty sidekick on Tuesdays and Thursdays here for Eagles 360. Last week, Glenn offered his bold predictions, looking ahead toward the entire 2016 season. Today, for the first time, we are going to do it on a game-by-game -game basis. I enjoy it because I think Glenn's wrong most of the time, but we sure have a lot of fun They're doing it. bold, that's e the point. Eagles and the Bears, what do you got? Uh, here you got number one. You're going to like most of these. Number one, Nelson Aguilar had a very good opener, four catches, 64 yards, maybe discovered himself, maybe found something with a quarterback. I think he's going to have a bigger game. Five catches, 100 yards, Dave, and let's put him down for another touchdown. That one-two move he put on on that 35-yard touchdown pass was really impressive. He's got the speed. I think he needs the confidence, 
maybe we saw some of that. And that was Joe Hayden he beat. Yep. That was no bum he beat for that touchdown. That was a an all-pro defensive back. And so. I, I think your key word there was confidence. Yep. And that kind of game and that kind of catch and that big play at that moment really can help a young player like Nelson Aguilar, who, let's face it, struggled so much in the preseason. A lot of fans wondering about Aguilar and his role on his football team. Will Nelson bounce back with game number one? The key to a really good player, though, in the NFL is doing it on a week-by-week basis. So up next for Nelson, the Chicago Bears secondary, which we'll find out, is not all that strong. Is not all that strong. No. All right, here you go. Number two. You know the Bears are going to try to pressure Wentz a lot. He's a rookie quarterback. They're going to try to send people at him from all angles. He doesn't have, of course, he doesn't have uh, Zach Ertz, as we discussed. He's going to be looking for a safety valve. Maybe, maybe this week it's Darren Sproles. Sproles had kind of a mixed game last week. Was good on the punt returns. Blocked really well in pass coverage, but he dropped a few passes. He rushed five times for 12 yards. I think he's going to have a big game, and part of it is this. One of the Bears' linebackers is a gentleman named Jarrell Freeman. He used to play for the Colts. Yes. You remember the Monday night game yes, a couple of years ago? Of course. Seven catches, 152 yards that night for Darren Sprells, mostly against Gerald Freeman. If the Eagles can match him up, that's a very favorable matchup. I see Sproles' stats rebounding this week for a good week. And I agree with you on that, Glenn, and I think this week is a telling game for Doug Peterson and for Frank Reich. As you mix up your game plan, as you find favorable matchups and you possibly don't have Zach Ertz, well, who do you turn to? Darren Sproles may have had his worst game as an Eagle from the line of scrimmage on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. That's not going to happen two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I'm with you. I think the role increases for Sproles this week. I likes to disagree with my uh, I mean, old predictions. Eight. You're kind of you're kind of signing all. right well, up. Well, these are easy. Check. check. Yeah. Uh, number three. Sack day, baby. Okay. It's going to be sack day. Chicago Bears gave up five sacks last week to Houston. Houston's got a nice defensive line, but they gave up five sacks. The Bears. Middle of the line looks pretty good. Their tackles are very weak. Three sacks or more from the Eagles' defensive ends this week. I told you one of my bold predictions to start the season is you're going to get a combination of a minimum of 30 from the defensive ends this year. You got two week one. I'm off to a good start. You are. They're off to a good start. Yeah, and, I'm just watching it. And now, now, I think they'll have three this week. Yeah, and I think at the flow of the game will dictate that. The Bears obviously don't want Jay Cutler in trouble. They know that he can be a turnover machine when he is pressured. The Eagles know that they have to pressure because the secondary faces a really difficult matchup. Alshon Jeffrey and Kevin White and Eddie Royal. And if if Cutler has time to throw the football, could be really tough for the Eagles in the secondary. So I agree with you in the sense of a lot of pressures. I just think that, check, hang check, on, check. I just think that Cutler, board, I, think the, I think the edict for Cutler this week is to get rid of the football and avoid the sacks. Yeah, well, he got hit 13 times last week. He doesn't only get hit 13 times on Monday night. Uh, good luck with but that. But good, good stuff, Glenn. There you Bold have it. predictions from Glenn McDowell. We'll do it every Thursday here on Eagles 360. We've got a lot more to get to here on Eagles 360. Up next, a look at the Chicago Bears behind enemy lines. They're the enemies. It's going to be a beautiful night for football at Soldier Field. Let's get a preview when we return to Eagles 360. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by McDonald's. Mix and match any two for just $2.50 on McDonald's McPick 2 menu. Choose from a McDouble, McChicken sandwich, six-piece chicken McNuggets, or small fries. I'm loving it. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player. 
watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Dude, what's the password, man? <laughs> oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. It's Eagles 360. Dave and Glenn here. Time now to go behind enemy lines. Chris McPherson, Jeff Dickerson from ESPN in Chicago talking about the 0-1 Chicago Bears. Hello, everyone. I'm Chris McPherson, and it's time to go behind enemy lines presented by Gatorade here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. The Eagles travel to the Windy City for a Monday night matchup with the Bears. And to break down the matchup, we bring in Jeff Dickerson, ESPN NFL Nation writer. You can follow him on Twitter at Dickerson ESPN. Jeff, first thing I want to ask you is this. Carson Wentz mania has taken over Philadelphia. What do the Bears have in store for the rookie quarterback? You know, Chris, I think it'll be a step up in competition for Wentz. I watched you know, the game after. Uh, we got back from Houston the other night, and Wentz looked great, but it was against the Browns. And you have to preface that it's against the Browns. Uh, the Bears are not an elite team by any means, but defensively, they think that's going to be the strength this year. They've got a really good defensive coordinator in Vic Fangio. He's been around forever. So scheme-wise, they're always prepared. They got a little bit of a pass rush on Brock Osweiler from guys like uh, Leonard Floyd and Akeem Hicks and Eddie Goldman and Danny Trevathan. So my assumption will be they will try to pressure Wentz in the pocket on Monday night. But, you know, the Bears' weakness is that secondary. They had some young guys step up and play okay uh, in week one. Jacoby Glenn, Bryce Callahan, one of their starting cornerbacks, Kyle Fuller, has been out with the knee injury. He had a scope a couple of weeks ago. He's not ready to come back yet. They've had some real underwhelming play from their safeties, Adrian Amos. Harold Jones-Cortez, their strong safety, he's actually been the best defensive back, in my opinion, this summer. He's a physical guy. He loves the hit. He plays downhill. But if Wentz can get some time in the pocket, he could probably make some things happen down the field. But I know the Bears will try to be relentless you know, with the pressure and try to lean on the fact that they're at home. It's the primetime game. And and the Bears, Chris, will have a, a desperation about them. I know that you know going 0-2 doesn't mean your season's over, but we all know the numbers. If you start 0-2, it's very hard to come back and, and win a playoff spot. The Bears probably aren't a playoff team, but they don't want to begin 0-2, especially with a rookie quarterback on the schedule coming up. Now, on the outside for the Bears offense, Jeff, Alshon Jeffrey was tremendous. Four catches, 105 yards. 
you know, can jump ball, get help out Jay Cutler in any sort of circumstance, will any of the other Bears receivers be available to help him out? Well, Eddie Royal had a pretty good game, actually, in week one, and that's the first time that Bears fans have ever seen Eddie Royal do anything in a Bears uniform. He was hurt almost all of last season, missed the whole preseason because of a concussion. But keep in mind, this guy in 2014 in San Diego had over 60 catches and 700-some-odd receiving yards, so he's he's had a very good career, and he played with Cutler in Denver his rookie season in 2008, and he caught 91 balls. So, I mean, the, the track record is there for Eddie Royal, but Bears fans just haven't seen him do it on a consistent basis. I would think that he'll garner more attention this week from the Eagles, what so might be more difficult for Cutler to get him the football. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is the equalizer. I mean, really, he's a tough cover. His catch radius is so large that if the Bears put it up anywhere around him, he's probably going to make the play. And he's, he's playing to get paid, too. I mean, unless the Bears put the tag on him for a second straight year, you know, he wants to hit the market in the offseason. So he's got every motivation to stay healthy and play well. The real wild card is Kevin White, seventh overall pick in 2015. Did not have a good NFL debut. He had a hamstring problem last week, so he was limited in practice. That did not help. They had a terrible miscommunication with Cutler on an interception, and that was kind of the game right there. The Texans never looked back after that play. So does Cutler trust White yet? Eh, that remains to be seen. I mean, Kevin White's the number two receiver, so you would think that he'd get a lot of targets, but it didn't really happen in week number one, and we'll see with a full week of practice and now a healthy week of practice if him and Cutler can get on the same page because for the Bears offense to go where it needs to go, Kevin White's got to be a big part of this. Jeff, my last question for you is this. You talked a lot about Cutler there. What have you seen from him this offseason and the beginning of 2016 without Adam Gase there as the offensive coordinator helping him out? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the question everyone has. Was Gase the reason that Cutler played the way he played last year? And we just won't know. I thought he was okay on Sunday. I mean, in the first half, he was, he was very good. Then they, they started losing it, and the protection broke down, and it was just a free-for-all. I've covered Cutler every step of the way since 2009. I mean, as a guy, he's never going to change. But I think as a player, he has matured the older he's gotten. He has gotten a little smarter. But with Cutler, it's always about the buy-in factor. Is he buying into what the offensive coordinator is doing? There was no doubt he bought into Adam Gase. And why wouldn't you? I mean, Adam Gase coached Tate Manning in Denver. I mean, Cutler would have been crazy not to listen to Adam Gase. And to his credit, he did, and he had a very good year. Dow Loggins is a little different, doesn't have the kind of resume that Adam Gase has. You know, he called plays in Tennessee for like a year and a half. He was the quarterback's coach last year. He does know Cutler pretty well. They go back a lot of years. But does he have the same type of presence that Adam Gase and the same type of, you know, experience? And what Gase did so well is when Cutler would get himself in trouble during games last season, Gase was good enough to coach him out of it. So, so that remains to be seen. I, I thought Cutler, for the most part, you know, looked good when he wasn't on his back you know, in week one. And if the protection is better, he always plays well on Monday night and he usually plays pretty well against the Eagles. So I think the coaching staff is looking for a pretty big game from their quarterback. Jeff Dickerson, ESPN NFL Nation reporter, covers the Bears. Again, you can follow him on Twitter, at Dickerson ESPN. Thank you very much for taking us behind enemy lines here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks so much, Jeff. One more segment to go here on Eagles 360, and we're going to talk about who else? Who's the guy? Who's the franchise? Who's the topic of conversation? 
You're absolutely right. Caleb Stur... No. Oh. No. <laughs> Carson Wentz is our progress report. Mike Quick, Ike Reese, breakdown number 11 after his debut when we return to Eagles 360. Golden outside or fluffy inside, deep pockets or delicious ridges, tasty egg or savory bacon, experience Dunkin's new Belgian waffle breakfast sandwich. It's not this or that, it's all of it. America runs on Dunkin'. Right checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, payment, withdrawal, or transfer each month to waive the monthly fee, and there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right checking from Santander Bank. Love me tender, love me sweet. The stronger the love, Let me go. the greater the responsibility. But you don't have to do it alone. Lincoln Financial helps you provide for and protect your financial future. Because this is what you do for people you love. Talk to an advisor. Lincoln Financial. You're in charge. Introducing Dunkin's new cold brew coffee. Steeped slowly in cold water for small batches with an ultra-smooth, full-bodied flavor. Discover the craft of cold brew today and keep on. America runs on Dunkin'. Our final segment here on Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Glenn Mack now on this Thursday from the NovaCare Complex. Many things to get to this week. We've got a long way to go before. I love Monday nights. I just don't like waiting for oh, Monday it's nights. It's too long. It really yeah, is. It really is. You gotta, although it gives you the freedom to watch all the other games. That's this true. Weekend. That's true. All right. So, well, we know who we're watching this weekend. He is number 11. His name is Carson Wentz, and he is the topic of this week's progress report with Ike Reese and Mike Quick. RQ, the progress report brings us to the rookie sensation, Carson Wentz, in his debut. Let's talk about it. A lot of nice things from the young guy. Let's take a look at his first touchdown here. Pre-snap read, here's what I'm thinking he's seeing. He's seeing this safety here locked up on Doriel Green Beckham on the outside. So with an empty backfield set, he knows that he's going to get a single high safety. So he's going to decide where he wants to go with this ball. Well, and this safety is going to tell him a whole lot. But I think already he sees this tight coverage right here between these two. And that's really an indicator that he's going to be able to get on top of that defender. And boy, oh boy, I don't know if you can place a ball any better than that over the outside shoulder, outstretched arm by Jordan Matthews. And what a great catch. What a great throw. What I love about this throw is that he, he throws it to a spot. Yeah. and allows Jordan Matthews to basically run under there and make the catch. He knows where he wants to throw this ball. He's just throwing it to the back of the end zone, and Jordan's able to run right up under to make the catch. Watch him here. I believe his best throw of the game by far. He's going to get cover two here. So I believe his pre-snap read is once he sees cover two, he knows he's not going to come to this bunch set over here. He's looking at this backside again. Jordan Matthews is going to be up here with a hard, with a hard corner. And he's looking for this dig route coming in behind. What's, what's nice about this, in practice, he was throwing the ball to this side. But he told Jordan during the game, if they take this away, I'm coming to you on the backside dig. 
He threw it to the front side in practice, but game time, he went right to Matthews on the dig route very successfully. And you watch this from behind the line of scrimmage, I think you get a better appreciation of the throw and the catch. First of all, it's good protection up front. You're going to watch Darren Sproles here that picks up the rusher coming off the edge. Now here's where Carson going to take the next step in his progression. We'll see at some point he's going to climb this pocket yep. to get away from this rush yep. and make sure he doesn't take an unnecessary hit. But he sticks in there and makes the throw. Man, that is a dime in between two defenders. And, and you're exactly right. The protection, especially from this angle, you can see it's so solid. And all he has to do on that first bounce step is just move a little bit forward, and it makes it an easier, cleaner pocket. Yeah, and that's going to come with more and more playing time. He only had 39 snaps in the preseason. This is his first game. He'll get a hold of that now. All right, take a look here in the red zone. Again, we're talking about the maturation process of Carson Wentz. Not a ton of snaps in the preseason. These are things that he's going to get a better feel for the more and more that he plays. we got a combination route here on the backside between Josh Huff and Darren Sproles coming out of the backfield. Yep. Now, if Carson is a little more patient, he's going to see Huff beats his man on the seven route there. But more importantly, he's going to get Darren Sproles coming in, running the angle route. Both guys are wide open. I just think he didn't trust what he was seeing, and he sort of aborted the play before he needed to. Yeah, but this is going to come in time. He's got, you're right, he's got, first of all, Huff right away, and you just let it go. Or if you're going to wait because you want, you like the matchup with Sproles, you still, you've got to be ready and you got to let it go. In time, all of these little things will work their way out. And here's the most important thing here. It's one thing to miss these open receivers. We can live with that. But when he's escaping right here, we got to yes. throw this ball away. Throw it away. He basically puts himself in harm's way and takes a big unnecessary hit there. Again, Mike, with more reps, he'll become more comfortable and aware in that pocket and know to get rid of the football. Great progress report on Wentz. We look forward to seeing him, obviously, on Monday night, his second test in his NFL career. So what's ahead for us? Let's take a look. Our Amoroso's on the menu report. We've got the coordinator speaking tomorrow to the media. We've got uh, a whole lot of things going on here. We've got crunch time with Bo Allen, the hashtag athlete. The new football, the fullback? He is the fullback. I know. And we've got some key matchups coming up for Monday night's football game. That's our Amoroso's on the menu look. Amoroso's, the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous. Some final thoughts, Glenn? Since you're not going to be around the rest of the week, yeah. you're going to be hobnobbing with the, the elite all I will. weekend? No, oh, perhaps. Nobody told me that. Yeah. Uh, I really like their chances, and um, I, I think this team's got a very good opportunity to get off to 2-0. and You're playing a team that I think fits the Eagles' strengths, and if they start 2-0, and they're in the division. And that's a lot more than people maybe were thinking about before this season started. Is that more than what you were thinking about before the season started? To be honest. Dave, my prediction was six wins. Yeah. You yeah. know? I mean... You can't just move off it after one win, but if they win this week, I'm moving off it. A lot of ups, a lot of downs in an NFL season. Glenn Macknell, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us here on Eagles 360. Everyone have yourselves a great Eagles day.